0: You if you feel oh this boy. spiritually.
1: everybody and welcome to the unnormalized podcast i'm your host frankie a and today i'm joined with somebody that i have a tremendous tremendous amount of respect for um, she's a bright light you know in in a human vessel and uh i think she is somebody that bestows a lot of light and love to the world, and, and, and right now I think we need it. So I'm joined today with uh, my special guest, Mary Wild, um, and she is uh, the ambassador, right, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, ambassador of, what was it, Mary, again? I'm sorry.
2: I'm an ambassador of a lot of things. I <laughs> you know when you for the profile I threw, like I'm an ambassador of love, I am the emperor of self, uh, care and,
1: <laughs> and I have
2: so many titles. I just give myself titles
0: like every
1: single day. And, and you know what? You're you're they're so des- you're so deserving of those titles because of uh, I know with my own experience with you, I you know. You were so beneficial in in me getting to where I am right now. Um, I actually met Mary through a friend. Uh, his name is Joel. He'll be on uh, in the on the upcoming podcast. And he hey. said, you know, you, you yeah, yay for Joel. Love Joel. Um, and he said, you know. I said, you know, like, I want to, like, incorporate some stuff into my life because I needed to make some life changes. And Joel said, you got to go to the support group my friend Mary runs. Um, I think you would get a lot out of her. And from the moment that I stepped into that room and Mary opened her mouth and started talking, I, uh, it's like all my, my fears, all my um, holdups, my barriers kind of melted away. It was an instant, like – vibe connection that I felt with Mary Um, and she just made me feel so comfortable and and getting to know who I am and myself and the knowledge that she would spit out you guys if you were in that room you would be like floored because she comes from a genuine place it's all like self-experience and knowledge that she has Um, and Mary why don't you tell everybody Um, You know, she is somebody who practices self-care. I actually have. I just got certified in mindfulness, behavioral, cognitive therapy, and um, a lot of the concepts that I've learned came rooted from my work with Mary. So, Mary, why don't you tell them a little bit about who Mary is and what you do?
2: Well, first, I want to thank you for that awesome intro, and I want to say thank you on... so much because it's so meaningful to get feedback, um, on how important, uh, whatever I'm bestowing about myself. Cause primarily, you know, I do talk about my own experiences and I would also like to say likewise, absolutely likewise. Um, it's such, uh, I'm a firm believer that when you put a positive energy out there, um, once you start doing that you start to attract other positive energies. But I think it's difficult in the world that we live in because there's so much negativity that exists to find that. So and recognize it.
0: And yes. Recognize it.
2: So um, I love that that Um, our experience together made you feel that way. And I feel exactly the same way. So it's so mutual. It's such a mutual exchange of energy and um, understanding. And I think being really honest about where I've been, uh, where I've come from, and then I'm a work in progress. Certainly not perfect, but moving in the direction of not perfection, but betterment.
1: And 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 that's kind of like the whole you in a nutshell. What a normalized podcast is is, um, you know, we're we're under the restraints of of society, and they tell us like what we should be doing. And um, I think when you strip that down, and and that's what the whole concept of this podcast is is talking to people that live a life kind of unnormalized and. Um, I think you do just that because you are tapping into um, people's energies. I really didn't know. I mean, I kind of always was into stuff like that, but once I met people like Mary, um, I understood how powerful and impactful like energies are, and it is something that I'm I'm also rooted in that because. Um, it changes your perception of things. It changes um, how you interact with people and how you look at people. Um, and uh, I think you're a great teacher for that. Um, so, what does Mary like? I practice a lot of self-care with the individuals that I work with, um, and I also promote it because how can I help somebody else if my own self-care isn't isn't where it needs to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and what I do is I learn from the people that um, that I'm working with. So I I don't claim that I am a like an expert in anything. I'm just there to help facilitate their own wellness as well as my own and um so whatever that takes i actually work with an individual who is very creative and she does a lot of um self-care things that I didn't do it myself, so I always try to. If I'm going to promote something like self-care or something like somebody like Mary and what Mary does, I want to experience it for myself because how can I tell somebody else to do it if it, if 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 I've never tried it? So like I've picked up knitting. Um, I recently um, started playing the ukulele. Um, oh, I love that. All these I different things. The yeah, <laughs> all these different things that I can kind of put in my toolbox. Um, I also go with my wife to do singing bowl meditation and light language meditation, which I absolutely fuck. I fucking love it. I mean, the first time the first time I did it was a little awkward, the light language, but it was so powerful. So I understand how all that stuff kind of um, impacts the soul. So like what what do you do, Mary, with not only for yourself, but like the the clients that you work with? Um, What. What kind of techniques that you you kind of do? I know you do like yoga and stuff like that, So just tell everybody a little bit yeah. what you do.
2: so just for a little bit of background, I've been a fitness instructor on um, for over twenty years, which shocks me when I say it. I can't believe I've done anything for over twenty years so, but but I, know, I was twenty so. you know
1: what mary, you you look fucking phenomenal. You are like, you, you you are you are beautiful in and out so um yes you guys if you if you you met mary in person she's got like a rockin' bod and she's always fit in and and it's it's amazing so she's definitely a great example sorry mary go ahead t- no t- it's
2: okay it's okay and it, in fact it's um curious because uh you know i had a uh, challenging childhood and the way that I escaped in my childhood was to run that's what I was I was a, a track and field runner a long distance runner I uh, ran long distances and well it I credited as probably being the one thing I mean everyone has a thing but that was my thing um, that kept me sane in my household so you know as running um, and it was giving me a moment of pause that I wasn't recognizing, but I knew that I was safe when I was running. Um, and I had time to sort of stop that thinking, that thinking, that thinking, that thinking, I'm a thinker yeah. and I was a thinker even for as long and it was uh, meditative in a sense. Um, but what happened was because I wasn't dealing with all of my other issues, I just kept running and, running and 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 running longer distances. And by the time I was seventeen, I I'd started competitively running when I was nine. By the time I was seventeen, and was ready to go to college and could have possibly run in college. Those offers were presented. So I was completely and totally burned, completely and totally. Um, I also was leaving for college, but I knew I knew intrinsically that I could not not do something. Um, I knew that physical exertion for me was a stress reliever and it was doing something positive for me. And at that time, I can tell you, I did almost nothing positive for me and I wasn't even really recognizing it for what it was, but I knew, I knew I couldn't hold myself accountable for sure. And I knew that this doing, doing nothing, I was going to not survive. And I was so unhappy in my household that the idea of coming back home from college was so horrifying that I started on this class. What can I do? So I was going to so date myself and say right before, probably four months before I went to college, I went to the Jack LaLanne <laughs> in, my,
0: <laughs> in my town
2: and I said, you know, can I get a job here? And they said, well, you have to have a career. You need to stay here with a career. So I lied. As a big lying liar, I lied and said, yes, I'm good to not go to college. I'm going to stay here. And at that time, there was this is stone age, man. And that was the only certification for group fit. So I became a, a fitness instructor there. And then I started to feel guilty. So I told them, listen, I'm reconsidering. Well, I didn't tell told the truth. But I said, I'm reconsidering going back to college whatever. And um, by that time, within like a month's time frame, I built such a huge following in the class and people were buying memberships that they wanted to let me go, but they fudged it and let me stay till I left. Um, So I left on good terms. And then I went to school. I went to college. The first step I made was uh, one of the gyms there. And I said, listen, I want to teach for you. And uh, whatever it takes is fine, and I will teach for free. Wow. So at that time, I didn't understand uh, my value or what I would bring to the table. Uh, I just was desperate. Yeah. And in one way, that was wonderful because it did hold me accountable. I mean, a lot of the reasons I say I still am an instructor, a fitness instructor, I'm a a yogi. Um, I've been a yogi for 10 years as well. I uh, just got a really in-depth, uh, deep immersion and education. Uh, just came back from Bali.
1: Yes, I I, I I want you to to talk about that. Um, I have I have a question before you you move on. Now, how did your family react to? How did your family react to like? Because obviously, this wasn't something that. You know, um, like I'm assuming you weren't going to college for this stuff. So, like, how did your family react to, you know, you pursuing like more of a dream um, than kind of going the normal route of?
2: Well, you know, they thought it was like sort of a cute hobby. They didn't pay much attention to it. And, you know, I had some really harrowing experiences with my family. God bless them. I love them. But, You know, growing up in my house, was very challenging. And they had a very specific um, plan for me. And I was going to follow that plan Mm
0: -hmm.
2: if it killed them. (laughs) (laughs) They were hell-bent. And actually, their plan made some uh, sense. But uh, at the time, you know, I didn't really even recognize the working out as a true passion. I felt it was a requirement. I knew, I just knew I couldn't live without it. I knew I couldn't live without it. Um, It was more cathartic to me than even talking to people because when I went to college, I knew that I had to start um, seeking some kind of um, support and help from someone who could lead me through the landmines of, um, of the behavior that I was, clearly exhibiting as being unhealthy, primarily, like, getting into relationships that were unhealthy for me, and um, not really... I, I recognize I didn't know um, how to take care of myself, but I didn't know how to care of myself.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. So, this was the one way I did. And they were not... Uh, they just were just very, like, whatever, and terrified that yeah. I would actually say that I'm going to do this as a career, like, freaked out.
1: So and I can... Like, I can identify with that, Mary, because um, I my passion when I was younger was uh, dancing, and I used to um, – well, I've, I did, like, hip-hop for, like, 15 years, and I was on MTV a couple of times, but
2: Love that.
1: I – and that, it was the same thing. It was when I found that outlet, when I found the talent, when I had the um, – I was getting, like, the acknowledgement for for the talent. Uh, I actually got a couple of offers, like, right out of high school to dance on, like, off-Broadway. And the parents were like, absolutely not. You have to go to college. You have to, you know, what are you going to make of that? What are you going to do with that?
0: We have a plan for you. Yes,
1: exactly.
2: We have a plan for you.
1: Yeah. Which
0: I think
2: is always well-intentioned, but then you're not really you know, considering like the bliss part of it, I think I can speak for myself and I don't know if this is the same for you, but it was like so, you know, money, 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 money. And while money is an important thing and abundance I feel is, um, you know, accept, like accept, learn how to accept
0: your mm-hmm. abundance
2: in whatever form that may be. I think the driving force of, um, forward movement is not money. I think, in fact, it's, it's the negative, um, it's the remover, because then with that quest for money comes um, pressure, uh, sometimes compromise. Um, and if you're not involving yourself in some type of passion as it relates to what you're doing to earn money, I don't think you can be successful. And listen, I know people have jobs out there who are, they're not crazy about their job and understandably so, but there usually is something that you can find in your job that you really love. And if you can't find anything within your job that you really love, you pull from the outside. But when I say that, like, maybe you might not do, love the work you're performing, but perhaps you make a really great connection there. Or to forge you time to do X, Y, and Z. Or you reframe it in a way like, um, and I'm doing the right thing for me right now. It may not be the thing I want to be doing right now, but I'm super fortunate to be doing it at all. I'm going to learn something every single day from this experience. And from that, I think starts that, you know, change in mindset.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's... When that's a great way to look at it, um, because I, 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 was, I did that I because I didn't take the route that I wanted to. I was searching for things that in like career wise that filled that void and they never did. Um, and I didn't look at it like that until now, like in a place of love, of being like centered and, and grounded a little bit more. I look back at that and I, I could see that each one of those experiences lent me to something that I can apply to today. But at that time, I wasn't looking at it like that. I was looking at it like, this is not my this destiny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <It> fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't want to be sucks. here. I don't want to do this. I don't want to work in retail and deal with like folding clothes and like all that bullshit that came with very it. Very
0: challenging. Very
1: yeah.
2: challenging job to have. I although I will say this and I always say this, I think everybody should have at least one job in retail their whole life because it would treat people who serve them in retail a whole lot different. Yeah. And if you know, being in retail is difficult, but I I and I have been. I've had a zillion jobs. Me too. Um, through college and after college and blah 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 and supplementing but uh, it's really, I have an incredible, incredible respect, especially because I sucked at it. I was <laughs> terrible. So shitty. I was the worst, shittiest waitress ever. Like, so bad. Um, and I really do have respect for people in that industry and I really try to treat them respectfully and I think the more I try to treat people respectfully based on my own experience instead of that negative like foresight I can really see like that this sucks they've probably been beat up 25 times I'm going to give them a good tip and treat them with a lot of respect and recognize them you know yeah. recognize them um but that's facilitated I think my you know my life moving forward in, in a good way yeah you know
1: yeah, absolutely, and um, you know, I I I am glad for not only myself but for all your clients and everybody that you touch in their life because if you went the normal route instead of going the normalized route um
2: so abnormal i love i love being unnormal. i don't even identify with normal yeah i don't even that's bullshit it's not really my tribe my tribe is is still all about being you know celebrating the fact I- that you're not normal and who is and what does that even
1: you know what yeah.
2: I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, what does that even mean? It's, it's, it's just such bullshit that, you know, but people fall, unfortunately fall into that because they feel like they have to fit like a mold rather than, you know, create and build their own. Um, but that's why we have people like you out there that, you know, tap into people's spirit and their souls and, and draw out the best of them. Um, and, you know, what you do for people it's just absolutely phenomenal um what so like what what tell us a little bit about all that stuff that that you do for your clients like what what how do you serve your clients mary
2: well what i try to do is i try to get them into um the thought process of eating um in a completely different framework the problem is like nutrition is very important it's really something. I do a show called "Eat Sexy Food,"
1: so which I, I absolutely am like. If if you guys see Mary's uh, "Eat Sexy Food" show, and I, and she's gonna talk more about how that's that's progressing, but it's one hysterical, it's two, so stupid. it's 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 like. You can't take your eyes off of it because it's so absolutely engaging. It's so genuine. Um, and at the end of all that, you you walk away with a smile and you walk away with knowledge, which is the most important part. So, yeah, talk to, talk to them a little bit about Eat Sexy Food because it's sexy. It's so sexy.
0: And
2: you are what you eat. So eat sexy. Food, I say. And you know, listen, a McDonald's cheeseburger, although it be delicious at one point in my life, is not sexy. But a ripe, juicy, sexy strawberry, that's super sexy. And I really do believe in eating things that come from the earth and starting to recognize the vibrancy in those things, starting to look at food in a different way because we've been so incredibly bombarded with so many rules and measures and when do we and intermittent fasting and celery juice and non-fat, full fat. You know, there's people that I work with and the people that I talk to absolutely don't know how to eat anymore. And it's not their fault. They are not faulted. We are not faulted as a culture because we are inundated with information that one day uh, the Surgeon General said is great. And the next day, it's not. I mean, and also, it's a lot of falsified information. Unfortunately, um, red wine is good for your ha- heart. Uh, it's actually what happened there is a lot of um, a lot of politics got involved with the FDA, and they said um, they started marketing. Um, they were red wine um, sellers, and so they started. Uh, to the government and studies and because um there's a lot of what we know goes on in the government um you know because of money and money was exchanged and it's all proven and you can all look it all up you know a bottle of red wine is not great for your heart and it and it let's really honestly even like think about that
1: mm. does that
0: really
2: make sense
1: yeah I, no 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 it actually doesn't and and i I'm glad that you touch upon that because I'm, I'm very much into politics, so I understand, you know. But people who are not—and that's not to judge anybody—but people, not it's not everybody's thing to to kind of follow that stuff. Um, but there is a lot of big There's money. a lot of
2: misinformation because of money, yes, yeah. and because of pharmaceutical companies and all that. And again, this isn't—I'm not one to sit there and talk all about that. I'm no, I don't. I don't um, spend a whole lot of time on it. It's just, I'm saying to, this is what I'm saying to people. Think about it. Think about what you're putting into your body and think about the information that you've already gathered. And does it make a lot of sense? In other words, um, labels that say fat-free, if you look at what is in the ingredients, the ingredients section of those, it's all chemicals. It's complete chemicals. And so, you know, I grew up in the age of fat-free. So, I always go to that, you know, and all that's eh, all anybody ate. Fat free this, fat free that, no one lost weight, no one lost weight. Super chemicals, large amounts of carbohydrates and goop, really, right? So, you get something that's fat free, it's usually glopping out of the bottle, jar, container, whatever. So, what I say is this look to what God made, really. Um, If you don't believe in God, look to what the earth, the beautiful earth, is bestowing before us. Um, It's so vibrant, it's so. Um, tasty and beautiful, but our taste buds have been so hypersensitized by um, processed food that it takes us a little bit of time, right, to sort of uh, have a love affair with sexy food. So that is why I do my sexy food show because never when I love it, I think it's I literally crack my own stuff up. I do. If I, I always said, if not one person, I mean, I want it to help as many people and motivate as many people. But if it was just me talking to myself, I'm good because I know everything I'm saying is just like reinforcement. So I try to put it up there in a, in sort of a cute, engaging uh, way, eat sexy food. But I absolutely believe that, you know, if you are eating, um, vegetables, um, that are properly sourced and mindfully sourced, um, and you are eating salads and, and you not only do you, uh, Feel better, but you will look better, and then it really starts that whole process. Yeah, uh, you know, it starts somewhere, right? Yeah. Either it's going to start here in the mind, in the body, or in the heart and soul.
1: Absolutely, so and
2: those things, I think, yeah,
1: and think and, they and work
2: and, together, and if yeah, it, if one starts to click. And it's like a little wheel, right? So in my mind, I'm saying eat sexy and eat sexy food, but I'm hoping not only is that, um, you know, eating the sexy food, your whole life starts to change when you start to treat your body with care and love and see results.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because I recently um, made a switch to um, – because I used to be a chef. So food, my concept of food is a, was a little skewed. I mean, growing up Italian, it was always skewed. It was in abundance. It was heavy. It was saturated and all that goopy stuff that you were talking about. Um, and then when I became a chef, then food, my concept of food became like almost like a product, so it wasn't something that I wasn't looking at. That like fuel for the body and putting the right things in. Plus, as a chef, you're you're eating horrible because you're basically eating scraps that you're cooking and you're um, eating leftover stuff that you know the 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 customers don't want. And um, so you eat all that um, leftover bullshit. And it wasn't until I started focusing on. That what you just said, like the connection of the mind, body and soul that I started to look at like ways that I can, you know, because I'm, I'm in, getting into my mid 40s. So like the body starts to process things a little differently. And, um, you know, you know, you get things like hypertension and diabetes and all that bullshit. So. I I just looked at, like, how I can make a, like, a change. So there was, like, an initiative on on Facebook somewhere. Um, There's an organization called No Meat May. And I said, you know what, let me, it was for animal, more for, like, animal rights. So I said, you know what, let me do it for for a month and and see how, how it works. And... Cutting out all that, you know, red meat and all that stuff, all the hormones and stuff. I can tell you that I feel not only am I like, of course, losing weight and feeling more fit, but I'm feel my body feels like it's processing differently than Mm -hmm. maybe a year ago when I was eating all that stuff. Um, And so I can I can attest to that, that what you put in literally is what you put out like we think about it like we put the right gas in our car and stuff and we expect it to run a certain way but we don't look at our bodies like that um and yeah, i
2: think people don't and you're right you're 100% right it's like you'll t- they'll take care of anything else first and i've been guilty of it i've been guilty of it um and i love i love uh we are so kismet in terms of like i'm, I'm going to do something I'm going to know it works before I'm going to pass on that knowledge. So yeah. whatever I say, I've done it, I've tried it, I've practiced it and it's been successful or not successful, but I will allow I will pontificate on what's not successful looks looks like it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and and, and a lot of it is like you you touched upon it when you were saying about like the the um no no like no fat and stuff like that that whole kind of uh scheme that was out there and and like the fads and stuff like that but when There's you just so break it
2: many. There's yeah so many and and people literally when i deal with them about the nutritional component they do not know how to eat and it's almost like okay now i'm interested in losing weight and getting healthy and getting fit like, because I feel stressed out and I'm unhappy and I'm uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm going to stress myself out 900 times more in the process of trying to lose weight and get healthy by measuring and, and how much and what's a fish. And, and so my, what I really promote is a common sense way of eating. And, um, and I'm right now, I'm actually beginning to partner, partner with, another company, because, um, they actually have a very easy way to apply how to eat nutritionally without getting, I'm really don't, I want people to move away from points and, 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 and fifths and measures and when and times. I really do. You should eat when you're hungry. Um, you should be, you should understand what a portion uh, would consist of, um, because, We've kind of lost our ability to feel satisfied and we think full is where it's at. Yeah. So there's that. And then coupled with the fact that, you know, exercise and sweat equity and having, you know, that time to dedicate to yourself and your body is is, is, essential. Yes. Essential in my life. Yes.
1: And, and it is all connected. Um I, I, I again I didn't realize a lot of that stuff and how it's all connected until I started working with people um and doing it myself. Uh and it's it's a really it's it's a, it's amazing how, you know, it's a whole educational um almost like a educational curriculum that you have to, you know, follow with people because of their concept it's so skewed. Um, and they don't think like like you said like there's like people who are just like fitness junkies but they're not working on what's going on up here or what's going on in in the heart and soul um, right. and they still feel like like they're missing something so you know I I, I truly believe in that connect uh, acknowledging that everything is connected is the first step to um, understanding what you need to fill in those each of those realms to live a full, kind of complete, happy life, your best life. So, um, talk about your trip to Bali. I, I followed some of the stuff that you were doing in Bali. It looked amazing. It looked beautiful. Um, what made you? What made you go to Bali? What was the like the driving force for you to get there?
2: I really. Um I wanted an immersion into yoga. I had been practicing. I um, I did my 200 hours like 10 years ago. I worked for towns and municipalities primarily through the time that my daughter was growing up. So I, I taught classes in the towns so I could go to her sporting events. Um, and actually, very non-coincidentally, I started um, really – feeling yoga immediately and it was really something that I was like this is bullshit like I run I'm jumping jacks I am I'm a I'm hardcore like yeah I'm going like no don't stop and I, uh, I have taught so many I literally have taught hundreds of different types of classes and so every time they needed someone I would say all right I'll try it I really liked my friend so she did uh the training with me and then Until we did it together over time, it was great. So as I continued to teach, I I basically really teach uh, more of a basic intro to yoga. And then I, you know, I started practicing a little bit more. I had a huge, big, big, big life change around 48. So um, my body, actually, the way that my body is now was absolutely, even with all the working out, even with the the decent nutrition, was um, nothing like it is right now. Nothing. I did not, not in high school, nothing. I didn't have abs. I didn't have a six pack. I didn't have defined muscles. I was not, I had a a belly forever. I just always. And when I was 48, um, I had a major life change. Um, uh, My daughter started to excel in sports. And um, the dynamic of a, a lot of my friendships Changed as a result of that. So things that I thought were one way, when um, when she sort of started to, you know, really excel, um, just things changed, and I really struggled with with that terribly, terribly, terribly. So I knew I had to make changes, and um, that meant adding some things to my life and removing from my life. Um, But emotionally, I took it really hard, and I realized yet again, you know, I was running on the treadmill hard. I need to really maybe, you know, I'm finding more peace in this yoga thing. So I'm teaching this basic yoga and then I start training and training and training and training. And because the result was wonderful. So when it came time for me to, 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 uh, my daughter's leaving for college in September. What do I want to do? I wanted a full, complete immersion really because what you're talking about. Like I'm, I know enough about yoga, but I want to live yoga. So if I'm teaching it, I want to have lived the experience of what that means. And it's really not just asanas, which are um, poses. It really is about a collective way of thinking, a connection to your body and your soul and your and your, and your body. And really internally knowing your body and seeing the reflection of how how real my physical body is an absolute reflection of what, who I am. Yeah. And I got that. I got that. So it was very difficult to make that decision. And I'd come up before, but there was never a good time. And I have to tell you, there never is a good time. There never, never. is a good time. I said, it's, it was the best, worst time. Yeah. I talked to my daughter about it. Um. She said, uh, I said, listen, if, you really, really don't want to go. I will not go. Um, but I'll miss, like, I'm not going to miss that much of your stuff if I do this now. And she said, Mom, you should, like, go live your life. Okay? <laughs> and I was like, Thanks, Court.
0: <laughs> so
2: I left, and um, it was, inc- I really thought I had done so much work, you know, and I'm like, I got this, and I, you know, I teach, and blah. blah, blah. And I was, literally they cracked me open from the inside out and um, it really created an amazing amazing evolution uh, for me it was an um, unbelievable journey I practiced for 6 o'clock in the morning to many times 10 o'clock at night um, you know with lectures and whatever but it was about 3 to 5 hours worth of practice a day physically asanas um, and then pranayama which is a, a type of breathing it's a amazing type of uh, meditative breathing and um, just guided meditation or singular meditation for, you know, anywhere from uh, 45 minutes to an hour a day. Wow. So it was a lot of work and it was intense. And I was with these, I was the only one of only one other U.S. person.
1: Nice, nice. My
2: girl Carrie, I love her from Boston, but everybody was, my roommate was from Greece. My other roommate was from Perth. She was we were perfectly suited to each other. I uh, have friends in England. I literally have friends like lifelong um, from around the world. Yeah. And I also have always been a huge believer in support and motivation and community. And so that's so much what I push right now. Like it's all about support, community. How can I help you? How can I, if you want it, right? Yeah. If I'll still help you if you don't want it. <laughs> I'm
1: okay with like damn it, you're gonna I'm get okay it. It was like
2: supporting you wherever
1: you are. Well
2: that's
1: that's know? what we that's what we in, in my field we talk about um it's a, a term calling meeting meeting them where they're at. So um tailoring, you know, the phase that they're in and in and their their Deciding to change, whether we call it like pre-contemplation, contemplation, action. Um, so there's different phases that people go through when they're they are making changes. So like to immerse yourself in an experience like that. Um, I mean, just to see like watch you on on Facebook and and you, the stuff you were posting. You know, not only was it just a beautiful setting to see you in, but the light that was. I mean, you exude uh, a bright light as it is, but that was like phenomenal to see. Like, when I saw that you were in Bali, it just made sense. I'm like, if anybody's going to go to Bali, it's going to be fucking Mary because, you know, (laughs) it just is like, it it, it was just so fitting. and, And like, I couldn't wait to you know you to come home and share that experience with people because not everybody can not everybody can do that you know um or they're not open to like if they want to do it to just take that fucking leap and jump and and do it and 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 like you said live that experience live live your best talent or whatever feed into it um, so it was amazing to see, you know, to, ha- I mean, I I would love to say one day that I would go to Bali. Um, uh, I mean, home. I, I think, it- I think something like that is like a pilgrimage that I-, I think I need to do. Like, I'm not into like the yoga thing, like, you know, a- as you, you are, but me. yeah, exactly. Like, I just think that having that experience, uh, would ground me and center me and, bring out even more because like right now I feel like so an,
2: spiritual, like yeah. I, like the minute I got off of the plane, like I, I, and I am not like, I'm so like an right, ironic person. I end up doing the things that I think I'm not, or like, like I'm not like that. And then I was like, I want crit- to I literally want to kiss the ground. <laughs> I like
0: I mean, people are gonna
2: think I'm fucking crazy, but I felt it immediately. It's a very spiritually centering place. Uh Ubud has a, there's temples. There are temples everywhere. People are very loving and um, uh, humble. In um, which was is sort of a beach community, but we were in a village outside of the beach community. Um, there is just a feeling. I really love, love the idea that I was in the, halfway around the world and got to see uh, another culture and experience another type of um, thought process and also being around people who are not necessarily always from, you know, the majority was in the U.S. I mean, we were a vast, vast minority. And I love, I love you? I love me country. I do. I love the people. I love, you know, I'm all about um being proud and grateful, um, where we landed. Right. Yeah. And, we're, and I'm about, you know, my reality is going to be what I make it here. Yeah. You know, that's what it's going to be. And there's great opportunity. So I feel fortunate and lucky in that respect. Um, but it was great to see like people's, um, points of view about our country and what they thought and their notions and, um, Way more accepting and loving and supportive than I ever thought. I really was like, ooh, they're gonna be like the ugly American, but yeah, they yeah. were like, yeah, no, yeah,
1: yeah, I get that. Cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Like they knew I definitely had, I definitely came in with like the I would say the difference between me and a lot of like like Carrie and I were definitely the. Probably the more physically strong of everybody in the group, and we were the ones doing the handstand, we doing
1: inversions, and we were like, we're just so typically
2: American,
0: right? Like we're gonna, yeah.
1: Go fucking yeah! I'm you're like, gonna go. The, our our way of thinking is like go fuck fucking yoga. hard, yeah, yeah. We're gonna like <laughs> fucking like take this yoga thing and flip it on its head because you know that that I, I love that. I love, um, seeing other people's perspectives of how we live in our culture uh, because I think, you know, likewise, I, I, I'm a very patriotic person. I love my country. I love the servicemen and women that, that protect us and, and the forms of government. I have so much passion for that, but uh, I think we tend to live like almost like a narcissistic way of living because we think we're like the only way of living. Um, And, to see that, how there are cultures out there that people are loving, that they are caring. And not to say that we're not, but, you know, we're very driven to worry about self and not self in a good way. Sometimes like things like finding your center and being grounded and and being in tune with yourself, but very much trying to chase that dream um, that we're normalized to think that that's, what we need to do to be accomplished and successful. So I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I mean, to that's
2: s- our biggest input.
1: For yeah. Sure. To 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 get that perspective of how we're seen outside of the realm of our our you know way of of culture, uh, I think is important. I think it's not an experience that a lot of people get to have, but I think it's an experience that people should have. Like I almost feel like you know. I talk. I'm involved in education a lot, so I often say like that should almost like be a, a requirement, like st- studying abroad or mm. you know having people come over um, from abroad, so you can have that interaction. You can see the culture, you can see um, the the way of life, the way of thinking, and be open to comparing it to how we live our lives and thinking. Uh, I think that kind of like opens people up to a, a different oh, perspective. It is. Yeah, it's a
2: world view. It's a change yeah. in world view. I mean, I would, I would say that I've always been someone who was um, had an ex- expansive world view, but it's different to, you know, sort of have like an open mind and then really living amongst people who are from every single literally ends. Of, I had uh, Mozambique um, represented uh, Canada. Um, Austria, Australia. I mean, there was like really from everywhere, and and how wonderfully open they were to their own stereotypes. Yeah, saying, like they weren't like offended. You know, they were like, yeah, we, we Germans, we don't want to cry. You know, like about
0: themselves. You,
2: you know, Mary.
0: <laughs>
2: I and I said, well, I wish I could, you know, be a little bit more, uh, you know, keep my shit together a little more. Like, my shit is not together. Our shit is not together. So they are so funny. And, like, there were definitely similarities in uh, each each culture or each part of the world. And, um, and how everybody was, like, really sort of like celebrating that and noticing that. And noticing that when they went back to their own. I think it's important to know that. Because then when you come home, you really recognize that this is sort of, um, doesn't serve me so much. And it's not necessarily something I'm criticizing about my uh, our culture, but it's just for me, maybe doesn't serve me. So how do I want to imp- um, create an impetus of change? I am a change. Yes. So I can make my world a different world. And, you know, that was very real and home hitting for me. Not to mention that everyone is, as shit in bali i mean like i'm not even joking i was like (laughs) what the hell is going on the there's a ton of expats from all over the world and every person is like a model i'm like oh my god i can't that just that's
1: just a testament that's a testament to the lifestyle that they live there you know it's it's like you said, like your body is like I love I love that whole concept that you said, like your body is almost like a mirror reflection to everything else that's going on around you, your environment, your way of thinking, um, what you're putting into your body, all that kind of stuff. So that's just a testament to the, probably the way that they live their life in Bali is in or or any place that you
2: can't um, imagine the food I mean, that I was just going to.
1: I was just going to ask you that, like, being both, like, lovers of food. Like-
2: orgasmic.
1: Orgasmic.
2: Ah! <laughs> orgasmic. Did I say orgasmic? Because it was fucking orgasmic. Like, I can't. Fresh coconut every day. Anywhere you went to, they would have a fresh coconut, stick a uh, straw in there with a lime and a little bit. I mean, the attention to detail and beauty and the joy and the love and the sexiness of the food was so so hot <laughs> it was so hot and you know and you listen i am 52 years old and i probably never felt
1: damn girl you passive. look good for 52
2: thanks i know i'm an old fart but in my mind i'm 24 but it, my change you know came later in life and so i mm. i And that's such a big message for me people are always so um you know, fearful of that, which I get it, I get it. But the funny thing is, when I did do, when I did change my eating habits and my exercise habits at that age, I was not looking to make a big change. I was not, I was to get weight off. Um, I was embarrassed. I actually did an at-home program um, because I gained very quickly like over 20 pounds, 20-some pounds. And, like, people can say, like, oh, whatever. whatever. Well, when you're a fitness instructor, you look like an asshole, okay? Yeah. It is, like, because I'm, I'm wanting people to do what I'm doing. Not only that, it was creating injury for me, carrying another 20 pounds on while you're, you know, performing. And I'm motivated through actually working out with people. It's my belief system. Um, I may teach, you know – instruct part of it but i'm always participating with that person so i was dying and i thought i can't go to a gym just look like an idiot so i have to ego 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 i got to do something at Mm. home and i came across this program um that i followed pretty much ever since um and they had an eating um And it wasn't necessarily that I wasn't, it was eating terribly, but I just wasn't eating properly and I needed to be disciplined and, and stay in it. Um, and that's, I was driven by fear because in in, in a couple of months, you know, I was going to be restarting my classes again. Um, but what I found was support to be the most important thing um because when i you know it's there's there's plenty research to say you know once you embark on these kinds of journeys and they're pretty like in serious i didn't really have that at that time um Mm. but that's what really you know drive started yeah create i create community that's what i feel i'm really
1: good at um that is so important so important like uh I think we, we like we live in a, in a world right now where we don't appreciate how important the community is and whatever community that you can connect to. I mean, there's yeah. a, a bazillion a bit like, you know, if I, I tell people that I work with all the time that who really don't have the normal supports. Um, and I tell them, you know, supports come in many different ways and and fashions um it's not always the supports that we think about like our family and all that kind of stuff that you know we're we're groomed to think that are going to be our supports um a lot of the times those people are don't have the the knowledge the skills and it's not to to diss them in any way but you know you have to seek out where that connection is made so like i felt that like in when we met like it was like you know you know when you're 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 in your own community um with people who have best intentions who uh have knowledge and and, and life experience that you know that can be shared that makes it so impactful and and promotes change i think that's where you know you hit upon i think fear is a big thing for people why they don't want to make that change and and i can identify when you say like it came later in life like all this all this shit that that hit me like a ton of bricks in a good way Came at, like, 38 years old, you know, and, and I'm, uh, it's opened my eyes up to, like, a totally different world that now, like, you know, I don't even think about that. Like, I went back to school, like, you know, all kinds of stuff, change of career, doing all this extra stuff like the podcast. Like, It's probably something, like, I wouldn't have the the courage to wow. do in the past, you know. I wouldn't have the wow. balls. Yeah, and, you know, what's what's crazy about it is I always thought I had – Big balls, you know what I mean? Like I always thought that like I had that in me, but it really was misgu- misguided in a way. And now that I understand who I am, I'm comfortable in my own skin. Um, I'm I'm more receptive to trying new things and and experiencing life what it is. i Listen, I didn't, I wasn't until like my whole change of life, I wasn't really a life lover, you know, um, I wasn't, I just, you know, I, I tell people that and they look at me like I have five heads, but I wasn't, I was living life, but I wasn't loving life. And there's definitely a difference. Now I'm loving life.
2: I love that. You know, really, really so prophetic. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah. And, And I exactly how I felt. And I, and when I, interestingly enough, because I feel like I've had, um, more than a, a few life changes, right? You know, and that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, and and in my twenties, I just thought I would have one big one and I'd be all better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Psych. That doesn't how it works.
0: Psych. <laughs> Psych. Sorry.
2: So and thank God, right? So. Yeah. Um. When I was when I was 48 and I did this this particular program and all of a sudden I'm like looking in the mirror I'm like what is that is that a fucking app
0: what is that I literally (laughs) never seen that hello Hello? I have one I have one (laughs) so I
2: just kept doing what I was doing right and um when I turned um I think it was 49 my friend I'd taken a picture in a bikini and sent it to her um, with me sticking my tongue out, a hat on, and I believe I was flipping her off. I may have been flipping her off. She's like, fuck you. Look, I'm old, but I'm hanging tight. But, you know, it definitely wasn't something that I was interested in broadcasting, and I thought there was so much concern. What if um, Debbie Downer sees me? What if this one sees me? What if, uh, you know, my kids go to school here, and, blah, 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 and I would never, and people have been telling me, you should put post up You should put... Up, what you're doing. Da, 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 da. And I was so concerned about that. And um, I didn't want to look like a jerk. I was embarrassed. I didn't want um, to be perceived as like, look at me. Look at me. Yeah. I didn't, you know, so ego, ego, ego. And then uh, my friend came over and she's like, she, she, uh, we were talking, she was in my phone. She's like, I'm going to leave you a message. Wait, let me check if I left it. And she posted that picture on my Instagram and I was like you bitch I'm going to kill your ass yeah. but then as we're arguing I start seeing like 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 thank you Mary this motivates me thank you Mary I appreciate you putting this up thank you so much I can't believe so my birthday
0: yeah
2: wow blah blah and I was like you know what I started getting inbox uh like requests I started getting people saying like What can I do? How can I do it? Blah, 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 blah. And at that time, I really wasn't doing a lot of personal training because I was so involved in my daughter's sports. So it was a really amazing outlet because I'm so fulfilled in giving away what I have. So I wanted to kill her, but then it occurred to me, I had been, you know, wasting my time with two people who... Are sitting on the couch uninterested in the things that I'm interested in, which is their their prerogative. But I'm worrying about them talking shit about me. Yeah. Which whatever. And I probably don't even know them, don't they're not in my tribe. Um, I wish them the best. Don't get me wrong, I really don't have to ill feelings for people who don't like live my kind of lifestyle or don't believe it, whatever I point them out or what, but you know, here I am fearful of like what Joe blows thinking out while they're eating their lazy potato chips and watching their house, (laughs) which is fun. Okay. It's fun. But then all of these other people who I ended up creating a community and friendships with, and, you know, real quality time with,
0: Mm-hmm. I would
2: have missed out on that. Yeah. So it was the best thing in the world to put myself out there. And I'm actually doing something new right now. Um, the company that I started working with, the, the really big change at the time didn't really have a support attachment to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I'm going to embark on a, a, a challenge with them.
0: Good.
2: Um, and I will be inviting um, people to join me in that. If they choose to, um, because it's probably the simplest, most uh, comprehensive program that uh, I've come across ever. I'm the skeptic about everything, and I have a lot of um, opportunities presenting themselves, and so do a lot of due diligence. And this, to me, is a beautiful community of people. Um, And there's, you know, room for every fitness level, and they really break down the eating oceans so that's for me very difficult for me to deal with individual people and the nutrition aspect of it is, it's it's hard it's not yeah a impact, it's all things
1: yeah exactly it's like a lot of it is probably like like tailor-made individualized you know plans I'm actually excited you know because you know I like you said you you have a community of people that have trust in in what you do and they know but that Whatever you're putting out there is something that you 100% believe in. Um, you're not selling yourself out to, you know, to no just way, the, the opportunity. So, like, I'm, I'm really excited to see what, like, the future has in store for Mary Wilde. Because, because we get to reap the benefits of it. It's kind of like me being selfish, but, Love you know. It. I, I, I totally dig, like, you know, and you and I have talked off air about, like, a lot of the things that are coming down your pipeline, and it's, I'm very excited for you, and I think it's so well deserved, um, and, yeah, and uh, so, a couple of things before I let you go, so if you had to give, let's say, like, one or two self-care lifestyle, living your best tips for people who may be in that like what we call like a pre-contemplation stage where they're like, yeah, I don't know about this. You know, they're not really thinking about it or they are thinking about it and they just don't know how to take that step. So what would you for like an average Joe Schmo, um, what would be like one or two like really realistic goal setting kind of things that people can do to Make that leap into a change of life, whether it be for spiritual, physical, mental, whatever. so like what are some tips that you would want to give to people?
2: I could talk about this all day, which I am actually listen saying, but... the beauty of when
1: you do your podcast, mary let mary's Mary's gonna be launching her own podcast soon, so everyone's gonna definitely follow that. um and you know, we'll have Mary on you know as she has time to permit um to give us you know the mind body and soul information that we need um but like the beauty of the podcast is there is no time limit. There is no. Um, Thank God, se- Yeah, no, forever. you can. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was just talking, you know, because uh, Mary and I have talked about this. I was doing similar thing like Facebook Lives uh, about the mental health, and I'm a certified life coach. Um, and my son, 17 year old, said to me, you know, that's like such the old way to do it. Like nobody's doing that stuff anymore. Everyone's doing like podcasts. So he's. 17-year-old, brilliant mind, and, and that's the reason why I'm sitting behind a microphone and on, on camera with Mary right now, but, um, you know, it's a good way to get the message out without time constraints, without limits. Um, you could be a little bit more, you know... You could curse! Unnormalized! Yeah, so, yeah, like, normalize. so yes. when when you say something, you know, you could talk about it forever, Um. When you get your podcast, take the avenue in as much time as you Ooh. want to put the message out there. Because listen, boobies pop out on my show. I know. But that would be great. That would be great. You know how many fucking it would go viral. Like
0: it would go viral, man.
1: You would take you would take sexy what? food to like a whole other level. <laughs> whole other
2: level. Check these melons out. They're not
1: real.
2: They're, they're, cherries. Yeah, they're
1: cherries. Um, So, so, yeah, so let's give us So
2: I would say, okay, there's a couple of things that I would, um, I would suggest. I mean, I really, really would suggest, a lot of people say, I want to be happy, I want to make a change, but then don't change anything. And they really, you know, number one component is, is being truly honest with yourself, truly honest with yourself. Listen, if you're happy and everything's fine, great. But if you're really unfulfilled and you're really unhappy, you start to really take an honest, hardcore, dirty, get in the mud, really, really let me really get look at this. Yeah. Now, you know, when I right before I had gained all that weight, I just kept saying to myself, "Well, I'm eating that much. I'm only eating a little of that." And people say it to me all the time. But it wasn't true because when I really looked at it, it was a different, different animal. I'd say to begin. Again, if my quest is just to start eating um, foods that were uh, that are not processed and try to limit your sugar and your carbohydrates and your dairy, Slim it, you know, and to start to move in that direction. Um, I'm a huge fan of finding community. I think finding community is imperative. Because you know what, you can have a thought and say, "I am going to improve this and that about me," and I go on Facebook. And I've talked about this before, and I will be talking about this more. Whoop! It's popping out again. Um, <laughs> yay!
0: <laughs>
2: and you can get on there and then start reading into negative comments. Are they talking about me? What does that mean? Blah 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, that wonderful, beautiful thought that blossoming. Reality of like, listen, I want to I wanna make a life correction. I want to turn myself around. I'm really the truth about me is unhappy. And then what do we do? We go into, instead of addressing the issue, let me bring to myself. I don't really feel like, I feel like, I feel like it's, I, I ultimately, I feel like I'm not worth it. Yeah. I feel like I'm not. Worth it. And I would say, consider you are worth it. And that self care is essential. We're all batteries. And if we're only running and never getting recharged, that's what you're going to disperse. I don't have time. Um, you know, I have family things that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, great. But if you're not serving yourself, I will guarantee you, you are not serving your family in the most effective way.
1: Absolutely. So,
2: you know, looking at that honestly and saying, like, really, where am I at? And what can I do? And the first thing I would do is instead of um, try to get as much positive input as possible, which is free and easy, right? Go on Facebook. If you are connecting to somebody that is really in a struggle of negative energy, um, shift that energy. And but that that requires you hitting the button.
0: Right?
2: Yeah. It requires yeah. us hitting the button. And then if you're unable to hit the button, don't beat yourself up, but consider taking a look at that. Yeah. Why do I not want to unfollow this negative stream of energy? What's what is that about me? And then and then consider if you're just fucking yourself into bullshit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I totally agree. I think like to some degree. It's almost easier to feed into that like negative energy because it's harder to look at your take a look at yourself and self inventory and and make the change. And there's always those little voices out there that are going to say you can't do it. You're not good enough. What are people going to say? Ego, pride, all that stuff. Those are like the easy way out. You know, um, because change is hard, you know, it's work. I tell people that all the time when I'm doing life coach stuff, like my role is not to do it for you. My role is to be the facilitator, to give you the tools, knowledge, experience, um, resources to find it in yourself to do that, to make the change. Um, But uh, what what I get from a lot of people is, like, they're fucking scared. Like, they've been – a lot of people that I work with um, tend to be on the um, over 35 age range, and they've lived a life of – I always tell people, listen, for whatever it is, bad or good, it got you to the place that you are right now. However, those things may no longer be serving you for this next journey or this next part of your life. Yeah. So it's very hard for people to let go of like 38 years of learned processes and behaviors and thoughts and all that. So yes. I yes. yeah,
2: and I think it does come down to you we know, are not only um uh driven to take care of ourselves individually. Except for buy this thing, get this thing, go do this for yourself, blah, 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 buy a diamond ring, get a good car, get a great house, show everybody how great your shit is. And, like, I'm not downgrading any of that stuff. I love all that stuff. That's all good. But it isn't the driving force. We (laughs) have this inner, in other words, if we're not achieving, there's something wrong. And then if we're not addressing what happened to us when we were um if I, I should speak for myself. If I'm not addressing my for what, things that have happened and pretending that what happened, you know, in the past didn't happen, or where I'm really, at, then I don't really know where I'm at with that situation. Yeah. So that's why I say, really, number one, starting to start to build a tribe and community by yourself, of just start of people that have inspirational sayings, thinking that things that rev. Uh, resonate with you. Listen, my inspirational people all say fuck. All say fuck. I don't want the inspirational people who, you know, I'm, I'm not cats and bunnies. I love cats and bunnies, but you know what I'm saying. like yeah. I want, you know, real stuff, real funny, funny-ass shit. Um, something with a little humor um, and people who seem to be going in the direction that I want to go into. And that's like the start. It's just like everything else. The, if I feed If I'm feeding my body in the form of consumed products that have things in them that are clearly, look at any label, in the middle of the grocery store, Mm
0: -hmm. clearly
2: poisonous to my body, proven to be poisonous to my body, truly, creator of disease, creator of all kinds of issues, and I'm putting that inside of my body, and then Everything that I'm consuming in my brain, what I hear, what I see, is all negative. You know?
0: Yeah. And, uh,
2: and so, yeah, change sucks. But think of where you're at. Yeah. And, and, the- and again, it's not faulted. But, you know, there's, there's some really simple things you can do to make a little bit of a change. And then those change usually begets other changes. Even yeah. I say drink water. Just yep. start drinking water, start there, you know, but it's, 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 it's a really common sense stuff. It's just, it's difficult for us to do it because we're so rooted in, you know, self uh, care is not something that we do not real self care. You know?
1: No, not because, yeah, because I think like what I get a lot of it, and I, I don't know about when you talk to your clients, but I, a lot of it, there's a lot of guilt around self care. Like, people yeah people look at it like being selfish and and I tell people all the way you know all the time like where are humanity never mind like us culture or anything like that we are not built as a humanity to think of ourselves first we're always i mean there are some people that do um but for the most part people are not groomed to think of themselves first to put themselves as the priority, uh, we, we tend to exhaust all that energy to help others. And like you said, how are we serving other people if we're not the example and we're not taking care of ourselves? So I think a lot of it, when you work with clients, um, in aspects like Mary and I work in, um, it's breaking down a lot of like stigma around taking care of yourself. Um, and, and and that's why we need strong keep it real type of people out there like mary that you know don't give it maybe to you in a pretty package the way that you expected like here you go here's what you have to do here's what you have to follow and it's gonna work for you you you're very like like let's get off your ass and let's do some stuff and make yeah. some changes um and I, and i think that's suffering yeah
2: and i'm not about pointing the finger and saying whatever but i'm a straight shooter and i think it's really to the benefit i uh, appreciate a straight shooter i don't really need to fuck around with bleeding around the bush i'm 50 some years old and i'm really i'm gonna live my best life that's
0: right i'm
2: gonna live my best life so i want people i don't need yes men yeah and at the time in my life where i went through the most crisis i had all yes men but the reality was you know what What we were talking about face-to-face was not what was going on behind the scenes. But ultimately, I I, I had to make that correction. Yeah. You know, in my relationships in my 20s, I remember talking to someone by the time I had had it, right, when I was just done with it all. I said... She said, well, what do you think is, in, you know, I, I really see a pattern of behavior. It's like I see I'm dating the same guy. But really, the thing that I have the most in common with all of my relationships is that I'm in them. Me. I'm the one who's in them. Yeah. <laughs> so who's the, what's the common denominator? You know, yeah. There's, there's, it's choice. Yeah. And hope. There's no hope in no choice. I just put a post up the other day and I said, You're, you know, we are really not the victims of circumstance. And if we if that's really what you believe, then there is no hope.
1: Correct. Absolutely. The,
2: you know, the world is is we can create our own world, you know, by the way that we look at the perspective, you know, by the perspective that we see it. Yeah. And it's diff- listen, I can't do it by myself. I can't, I need people to, um, sort of correct my vision sometime or look at something. I just had a bunch of opportunities I had to turn down recently that I had for the longest time. And it was like a dream. And yesterday I had such a little, I watched Netflix for like three hours yesterday (laughs) because I was so (laughs) bummed out. I was like, but I allow myself that now. Right. I'm like, yeah. Okay, Ozark. I'm going to watch the darkest... <laughs> darkest thing ever and be like, okay, but at the end of that, instead of being like either immersing myself or pretending it wasn't happening, like, okay, this happened. It's not It's not the time. Um, and at least I'm looking very squarely at it. In other words, signs were coming up for me that were saying, this isn't going to be a good fit. Yeah. And... So many times in my life, I've been driven to get whatever it is I want. And I would say, oh, it's not a sign. That's a robin that flew by. That's a, that's a bird. That's a breeze. That's not – that isn't – but that's not true. Yeah. So, you know, I can recognize in my life now that, like, no matter how bad I think I need it or want it, that's when I end up getting in trouble when I'm not recognizing what's right in front of my face and saying, okay, it's not, not right now, Mary. Not yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, and, and and your 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 um the tr- the trinity the mind body and soul often gives you whispers. Um that's what I like to tell people and mm-hmm. we we tend to not listen to it because it's not a loud voice, it's a whisper. So we tend to negate it and um oftentimes those little whispers are Significantly, what we need to be listening to, rather than the more louder in front voices, um, and so yeah, you have to.
2: The subconscious. Yeah, you. Ha- a huge, huge fan of that. And incredible. I think yeah,
1: and I think huge. that come you know not to you know listen maturity comes at different levels, but I think once you get to a certain age, um, and you've are open to looking at, like you said, experiences in your life and challenges and, and all that kind of baggage that comes with you. Um, Once you start opening up to looking at that, then you're more open to listen to those, those whispers then become the louder voices. um, And you start listening to them. Um, Because I think that's, you know, like I said, like the negative is, we're just, We're just moved into a culture, unfortunately, that is surrounded by negativity, that the positivity and the light, you know, it's it's starting to break through. And I think that with people like Mary out there who listen, guys, when I tell you that what she said in this whole time, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, after this once it airs you guys start following mary's journey um it's no bullshit and and i'm in a testament to that because i probably wouldn't be sitting here um if it wasn't for people like mary um, when i was at that that crux and, and and at the crossroads and wanting to make a change um, it's we need people like her around to to break through the darkness and the negativity and and pump us with the love and the light that needs to that we need to kind of connect with and like Mary said build a community with each other we're human beings we we're, we're meant to connect like that on a level that's why the man upstairs or whoever you believed in believe in put you here for for that human connection and you know having people like Mary around um just kind of facilitates that in a way that people will like be drawn to um she's like she's like a drug she's like so addictive like if you guys that. If you guys I watch her sexy food that. show, I mean, from from the moment the first time you watch her, you're gonna be like, when is Mary putting up a sexy food show? It's like, so crazy. like I love it, I love it, I love that you wrap it in uh, in perfection, unnormalized ways and humor and. My
2: camera fell into my food like three times already. I almost <laughs> lost the camera last time too. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I just put a little tripod, and the tripod was like and I'm like oh I am so
1: well you know what that's what people want to see they want to see a real person interacting with them because what? that's that's gonna draw them in Mary to receiving your information because it's not yeah. put out there like a package marketed like thing. It's coming from Mary's heart and soul and her experiences, which I like absolutely love and adore you and and find you absolutely phenomenal. And I think
2: likewise, it's so the same for
1: me. Yeah, I I thank you for, you know, sometimes you you experience people um, and what they give to you and you don't have the opportunity to to thank them. And I, I appreciate Mary for far more than she probably thinks that she has bestowed in my life. Um, it has the work that I do right now is centered in being centered and grounded. And like, I always know that I have Mary in the pocket that if things go astray, always. that, you know, that she will, she will provide me with the, the, what I need to hear versus then what I want to hear. So, um, before I let you go, Mary, I, I always give my guests an opportunity to, to you know since this is the unnormalized podcast just tell us like something and it doesn't have to be wrapped around fitness and wellness and mind body and spirit but what is, what is something that you do mary to live a life unnormalized for whatever that is for you
2: i do a whole shit ton of things i am not normal <laughs> i am like out of the box not normal but what i would say um benefits me the most um is I don't fear engaging with other people even if I don't know them and I think that's like somewhat off-putting sometimes um, to the idea of doing that to other people but I'm, I, it's brought a lot to my life to like I would walk up to anybody and say I love that dress you're wearing or you know um, you, uh, whatever I notice about that person right I feel like it's speak it and again i'm adding a value-added service to the world because it's a positive it's always like a positive you know if i feel like and that person actually just seeing that person celebrate something about themselves makes me happy i want them to know about it so that is like not that i'm like you know uh nightingale uh whatever her name is but I definitely do believe that that's not normal because you could be perceived as like a big weirdo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I
2: don't give a shit. Like. And I you
1: know what? And that's you're 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 absolutely right because um we're again we're not groomed that way. We're not groomed oh, to like. No. To say, to walk up to somebody and say, "Hey, you know, I, I like that dress you're wearing, or you have a wonderful smile, or, or like I like your hair, or, or whatever, you know."
0: I love your eyes.
2: When I yeah, in Carolina I was in line at the deli, and like this um this guy had these piercing blue eyes, and I was like, "Whoa, those are nice, <laughs> <laughs> man." Good for you. Like I'm like almost like a like a like a nut. Like I'll walk through that I mean, it's really unnormal how I am. Like I'll be like, Wow, you're eating peaches.
1: Well I you love
2: d- them. Good for you. Like, I, I'm I, a weird unnormal cheer- cheerleader in life, but it makes well, me happy. So. Well
1: that and you know what? That may be you may be I, I totally believe in everything is connected and that person may need to experience Mary wild for some reason and, and have that interaction with you, even if it's just for a brief moment, because that could be the thing that is the catalyst for someone to go home after that and think about it and say, damn, this lady came up to me in, in the deli and said, I have piercing blue eyes, like it boosts a confidence. And, and that's kind of like the seed of hope that we're, you know, maybe something can change, but, um,
2: feel good. So it's a yes. little selfish somewhat. You know what I mean? like. But it's like I, don't I, mean. I want to bring it. I want no. to bring it. You know and, I, and I want to bring it and I get it. If I want it to look good, i got to make it look good.
1: Absolutely. You have to be the example. Mary, before I let you go, why don't I'll
2: you... I'll never stop talking. We go watch over 48 hours straight, Frankie. I love that you had me on so much. I love you. I adore you as much as you um, have given me such great praise i feel absolutely the same way and this was so fun and awesome and i'm, well, really, I'm really looking to get my message out as much as possible because you know i am and, and and
1: this is this is this is your time and 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 I, i'm glad that you you know you um gave this little tiny podcast that could yeah. uh Uh, uh, an opportunity for the people that it's reaching to connect with mary and 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 when i was sitting down to do these lead-ins i just wanted to reach out to the people that like really got me to where i am right now and uh so you know i want everyone to start following mary wild mary why don't you why don't you tell them before you go um some of your like contacts like social media and stuff like that so we can get people who are listening to this podcast to, to to come flock to your
2: a professional page on facebook that i just created very recently called mary wild fit if you're like i don't want to see mary's boring family pictures go to mary wild fit and give some good uh, i put some pictures some motivation up there and what i'm doing and i'm actually i'm going to I'm gonna be posting. This is like the first place I've even talked about it. I'm gonna be posting a, a challenge, a hundred day challenge, Or on social media that says, "Okay, I have another.
0: I have another." And
1: and and I want every, I want everyone at the end of this podcast to to go reach out to Mary uh, through her social medias. Follow her on Instagram and follow her Facebook page. Mary, it was Mary. Mary Wild,
2: Mary Wild, yeah. Mary Mary Wild, Wild fit, fit and Mary Wild. So it's either way. On Instagram, Mary Wild fit. On um, on Facebook, Mary Wild and Mary Wild fit. And, okay. Uh, I'm guilty Website nice, the podcast,
1: and you're moving into the 21st century where, where Mary, and I, Mary and I are struggling through all this technology stuff together. So, uh, we're gonna be like bouncing off each other and, and, and sharing our little knowledge. You should have seen us trying to figure out video before we jumped on, so that was wonderful. Um, but uh, everyone go to uh, Mary Fit on Facebook, she's gonna be launching a 100 day challenge. Uh, um, for you guys to participate in And uh, I, I absolutely thank you for, for joining in my show And I hope to have you back You know I know your time is, is very busy But we want to kind of keep touch You know in touch with you And, and follow your journey So thank, thank you Mary For joining the Unnormalized Podcast
2: I love your <laughs> face You abnormal That you
1: Thank you we it's will fine. we will be coming back to you guys next week with another great guest and uh in the meantime stay unnormalized. Thanks and see you
0: soon.